is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, we're live to uh, 1.2 now. 1.2. 1.2. In the, uh, the Schaefer Baseball Report. Ray, yep. appreciate you being here again Absolutely. as usual. Absolutely. Andrew Wontulzyke putting in the work here in the, uh, good. in the studio. You can see the lighting's different this week. Um, he's mounted. He's rigged a lot of stuff. He's yep. rigged a lot of stuff up, but the camera's elevated above yeah, us, so it's not just uh, sitting on top. So we're, we're slowly getting there. We I, got, feel, uh, I feel famous with this light. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like a movie star. I know, right? I was yeah. telling you, the lights are great, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, as long as we don't have zits or anything like that, we're, <laughs> we're, we're in good shape. And we but got yeah. sound this week. We got sound last week. We had issues. Yeah, we did. We did. We had a little bit. Yeah, we much. figured it out. I mean, uh, listen, there's, there's, there's kinks all along the yeah, way, man. I we, mean, we figured it out. This, this whole complex has had those bumps <laughs> in the road as we, as we moved along. Yep. You know, we're trying to get the indoor facility done, and then, you know, we get the footing down, the foot is down, and then they can start to grade yeah. the slab. And what does it do? A tropical storm comes in and knocks us out for a week. You know? That wasn't a tropical storm. That was a, that was a monsoon. monsoon. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty crazy, some of the ways, it was, how hard it was coming down. thought Four my house was going to float away yesterday. Well, yeah, everybody's house is going to float away yesterday. <laughs> Ray, Ray saw a kid rowing down the street in his it garbage might, can. Yeah. He thought somebody stole his garbage I caught can. Him, I caught him on my yeah. camera, you know what I mean, going down the street with my garbage I can. Know. So, we all right? <laughs> yeah, we're good. It's going good. Andrew's yeah, doing good. all those little check yeah, tests listen, right here. Check, and, check. You know, make sure. So, big, crazy tryout period right now we yes. talked about last year like these all these kids become free agents right yeah, i <laughs> mean you, you get them to sign a contract to stay in your organization for a period of time it's always usually a half a season or, or uh-huh. a full season depending on how they want to handle it financially yeah um but at the end of that then people can just run all over the place and they and they run you know to as many different tryouts as they possibly can a lot of people some of them go hey this is where i want to play this is where i go yeah um but it's interesting you know how the pressure gets put on the parents to make a decision right away right away uh, yeah as i was telling you earlier um i got a i, I mean i had an hour-long conversation with a parent two days ago uh they you know they're they was trying out for you know a few different teams and they had like three different options and uh they got an invitation from one of uh you know one of the teams in the charlotte area at eight o'clock they got the email at eight o'clock 8 p.m 8 p.m yep and uh, they had to make a decision uh, in four hours. By 12 a.m., they had to make a decision or the spot was going to be filled. And it was not only a decision of like, hey, do you want to play? It was like, hey, you got to make a decision. And also, you got to pay the $3,500 to play on the team. Oh, you got to pay full tilt? Oh, uh, yeah. Kick, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know what also a lot of these organizations do that are built, um, that have many teams per age group. Like, we have one team per age group. We talk about that, you know, a yeah. lot. We have a single team per age group. When you have multiple teams per age group, what they'll do is you're going to commit, but I'm not going to tell you what team you're going to be on. Ah, You're not going to be on the top team, yeah. the second team, the third team, whatever, but you have to commit. And then you're locked in and you got to take what they, what they give you. Yeah. And you know what? I, I had another conversation. I mean, I think this is like the, the counseling time for parents, you know what I mean? Because everybody wants to know. And, and I love to do it. You know what I mean? I love talking and, you know, I love right. helping. So it's not a problem whatsoever for me. But, you know, I had a conversation with a parent the other day that was, you know, they, they had a tryout last week for uh, a regional team. You know, mm-hmm. that's fine. You know what I mean? Like it's an it's organization that has multiple teams in their organization. Sure. So it was the regional team. But then they're going this weekend and they're traveling up to, you know, several hours away for their national team. So then I was like, hey, the national team's already set. That roster's already, right. like, like, 
all the all the top teams around the country are looking for those national players. Like it's November; it's already almost Thanksgiving. Those rosters are already set. Like yeah. so, for, for a family to travel four to five hours to go try out for a national team, it's unfair to that parent where they should be like, "Hey, there might be one spot available. We look at probably for one or two spots for that national team." Where parents are going with expectations of thinking they're gonna make, they they got a shot to make a national team. I mean, that's a big expense because not only you you got to pay for the tryout. The gas, the commute, the hotel, the food. So that's about a four or five hundred dollar tryout at the end of the day, if you look at it, just to say, oh, he tried out for the national team. He has a shot. Like, there's no shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I listen. I don't, I don't push people away from trying out wherever they want to go because, again, you want to get, you want to get around the best competition you can be around just to see. Where you at? Where where you stack up? Mm-hmm. So if this Absolutely. is a national team tryout, then go there because you're going to find one or two things out. One, yes. you're good enough to be there because. But you're right; it's already picked, so you better be an absolute stud, mm-hmm. you know, and bump one of those other guys out already. Yep. that's probably not going to happen. The odds are not in your favor. It could, right? It could, it could. And then the other part is now now you can look around and you can go, okay, that guy's on a national yes. team because he's you know he's more physical than mm-hmm. I am. He's got better arm strength than I am. He's got more range, better hands. He's you know he's more projectable to a, you know to a power five team or possibly yes. a draft. Yes. So you know I mean yeah the the expense of all the expense of all that goes on in travel showcase baseball is sickening. Yeah. You know and again we I mean we we deal with it, you know right now I mean we're taking you know we're taking in revenues from the the, the people that tried out from our teams mm-hmm. and. But we didn't set the landscape. When we go through our pro forma, people would be surprised how little we make per team. And then each team's margin changes. Of course. Because we have kids on there that we have the scholarship. Mm-hmm. You know, now we have we have UDACF that helps, and then other times we just take it, take the hit to the bottom line at CBC. You know, we've never wanted a kid to walk away from our organization because he said, I can't afford to play here. Yeah. All right. So when somebody puts a pressure on and says, You gotta give me thirty five hundred dollars now. <laughs> and you're locked into us for the whole year, you're a volume-based club. And that's a red flag immediately. Right. So to go back to the tryout, the, the trial format, I've told this story before. You know, I was, I was, I don't know, 13 years old maybe, 14, probably 14 years old. And uh, my stepdad, who was a huge influence in, 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 my, in my career baseball-wise, he saw something in me as an undersized, under-physical athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah that nobody else really saw. You know, he saw the instincts that I had. He saw my actions and things like that. You know, and, and he absolutely 100% believed in me, right? Yep. So he woke me up one morning. It was probably 5 in the morning. He said, let's go. We're going to go to this. We're going to go to a tryout. I'm like, okay, you know, 14 years old, whatever. And uh, we drive about two hours. We go north of New York City and um, get out, and there's a tryout going on. And it's 17- and 18-year-old kids. And I'm 14 years old. Mm-hmm. My father knew this. Yeah. So he went up to the coach and he said, "Oh man, I you know we just drove two hours from the you know eastern part of Long Island. You know, do you mind if he just gets on the field with you guys? You know, I mean, we came up here, we'll pay for the tryout, we'll do whatever. Do you mind if he just works out with you?" And the guy was kind enough to say, "Go ahead." Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? You know, I mean, I, I don't belong out here with these guys. <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Just go." You know, yeah. what about you know? We're worried about making the team or anything like that. You're not going to make a 17, 18 year old team. And um, I went out there, and you know, the guys were great that I was I was there. They, you know, little guy, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Get in. And all of a sudden, you know, you start picking and grooving, and you're like, hey, man, start fitting in. You start fitting in, and then you start to see, okay, that's what I need to be. Yeah. You know, but I do have certain things that they have at that age right now, even though I'm not as physical. 
So I encourage them to go to the tryouts, but also when you're kicking the tires on all these on all these organizations, you better find out what their philosophies are. Yes. You know, you know, are they developmental? Are they just worried about vying? Right. Because if they're telling you to, to, you better join us now. You're not the only one they're telling that to. Yeah, they tell right. They're so they're throwing gonna, it up in the air. They're going to throw it up in yeah. the air, right? So if because they, they're expecting people to say no, you know, we, yeah. we, we decline. Mm-hmm. But what if they don't decline? I know. Then you're like, now you got two teams. Now you got two teams, or three teams, or four teams, yeah. and you and you're filling in. Um, that's a good day for them, though. That's a good day for the organization. Yeah, that's a good that's day. For, when, yes. when your organization is completely dollar based. Yep. Right, and not so much developmental or whatever. <clears> because when you start to get that many teams. What gets watered down first, the talent or the coaching? The coaching. The coaching. It's the hardest. Mm-hmm. Coaching is the hardest thing to find. It's it's every time yep. because these guys one coaches aren't certified. Yep. In, in what we do, two there's there's not very much experience out there. You know, um, you can in, have baseball experience, but not coaching. I mean, it's totally different. There, well, there's yeah. yeah there's 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 definitely a difference. I mean, yeah. you have to be a psychologist when you're dealing with all these kids. You know, especially at the younger ages when and the parents. You know, oh my God. And the so parents, that's where your you know, psychology listen, degree comes in. You know, I mean, it, you know, it's it's the uh, it, it's like the angel and the devil on your shoulder, right? <laughs> the parent, you know, real sweet, but they're over here and they're like, yeah, yeah. they're letting you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're letting you have it. But you know, it's and especially the mom, oh. you know, the mom that comes out like you know, we call it the you know when the mama bear comes out of the freaking cave and you know all of a sudden she starts ripping you and it's because. She bought her son a necklace that had a number on it, oh but he didn't get the right number, and I need to have that number. <laughs> like, I mean, it gets it gets that trivial on, on certain things. So, you know, the biggest the biggest piece for a parent, yeah, put them in those environments, try them out, see where they're at, be realistic. Yes, don't beat this kid up, especially at the younger ages, because there's enough pressure. You're putting them into tryout situations already. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was growing up, we were playing in in rec baseball, right? North mm-hmm. Patrick Youth. Athletic, uh, uh, North Patrick Medford Youth Athletic Club. You know, we had drafts. So yeah. you showed up, yeah. you got yeah. evaluated, and then everybody sat around the table and they drafted. Yep. Okay? Now, deals were being made. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know, everybody knew. Yeah. Back then. Right. But they were, being, they were being drafted. So now, you know, you're not being drafted. You're being, you're being recruited. recruited. Yep. You're being recruited. 13. And the parents' dollars are being recruited. You yeah. know, it's like, okay, that check will clear. Yeah. We'll take that guy. So the pressure is already on them. So go allow these kids to just enjoy it. You know, it's it's fun to watch these kids. We ran our tryouts for three weekends now, Andrew, mm-hmm. and we got we got two more. We got one this weekend, and we're going to keep running them through the winter. We're not going to stop running tryouts. You know, because you know people that may not be happy in the situation where they said, "Hey, you got to give me thirty five hundred dollars." See, the other part about the thirty five hundred dollars. Now I'm going to squirrel a little bit right mm-hmm. here, right? Is that there's people out there that'll walk away from a deposit. That's what I was going to ask you. So what happens? So you make that deposit the first day. Yeah. You, you're on the team. Two months later, so you don't get what you want. What happens now? You lose your deposit. Oof. Yeah. I mean, you commit because you, we commit to rosters, especially as a one-team organization. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's different. You know, I mean, yeah. you go ahead and commit. I had to tell five other kids you, you're out. We have a waiting list, mm-hmm. you know, and you had to tell five other guys, like, nope, sorry. You know, we, you know we're full now. Thank you for trying out. Mm-hmm. But when you take the whole nut and then you make a decision you don't want to go, you're out. So that makes, you know, that's why, you know, this, this organization in Charlotte that's doing that is, is, you know, it's putting a pressure on. Like, you got nowhere to go, dude. You're ours now. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's right. Because everybody else is full. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, 
you, you can be you can be as full as you want when you're in that situation, and you yeah. just can keep blowing up teams. If you have somebody that wants to stand there and write a lineup, you know. Well, it's funny is every a lot of people had their tryouts two weeks ago. Yeah. And last week we had a tryout twenty five ish kids, yeah. thirty kids total, and you saw some. There were some dudes there, like yeah. so they weren't even claimed by any other organizations which is kind of nuts to me it's, it either, seems late yeah either claimed or you know listen i don't think every organization out there is going to go ahead and grind I, I i don't i don't want a kid that doesn't want to be here of course i don't want a family that doesn't want to be here and i don't want a delusional family that doesn't want to be here because those you are know. headaches well i mean you know at, at 10 11 12 and you're i mean you're, you're treating these kids like adults right and and, and you're actually you're like you're pimping your kid out <laughs> Right, yeah. you know, you, you're pimping them out. You're yeah. like, hey, you know, you know, I'm gonna go here because this. I mean, we we are a developmental organization. Mm-hmm. I, that that's the key word. Whenever we talk to anybody, we practice twice a week. We have winter workout program. We have high level coaches, guys with 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 experience. That's right. Um, you know, guys that 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 fit into, you know our mandate in terms <laughs> of how to coach and how to handle umpires and how to handle parents and. Carving um, station, you know, the, yeah. I mean, we, college you know, placement, college placement programs. I mean, we're building an SAT ACT program upstairs now for our older kids in, awesome. in the uh, in the classroom environment. So you know, we, we, you have to look at these things, you know, long term, um, and you also have to understand that if listen, our our tens and elevens, they got beat up. They got beat up last year, but you could see gradually how they were that's, getting better because you know part of part of teaching a kid or coaching a kid at the youngest level is not necessarily you want them to have reps, right? Mm-hmm. But they can't comprehend really all the mechanics it's, of it's either success or failure. Did I get a hit or not? Did I get a hit or not? Yeah. Right, but you can't teach them mechanics because they they can't comprehend it. They can't implement it, and they're not know. strong enough to. So the biggest it. the biggest piece of develop developing younger players is teaching them how the game is played. And building their confidence, too. Exactly. And building their confidence. So it's funny because I'm, I'm out here helping Morris Madden's group, right, mm-hmm. CMR. And he's got a tee ball. And they got four-year-olds and five-year-olds out there, right? So they put the ball on the tee, and everybody stands around the mound because nobody can <laughs> hit the ball past the mound or whatever, right? And they, and they put the ball in play, and every kid runs, runs. to the ball. Yeah. And it's a scrum, right? Okay. That's not how the game's going to be played yeah, eventually. Yeah. But here's the point. The kid that gets the ball knows to run the first base. No, the kid that gets the ball knows to throw to first base. Okay, the yeah. kid that hit the ball knows to run, run to first, first base, yeah. right? So now that kid stays at first base. Then the next kid puts the ball in play, and before he goes, you're talking to the kid at first base. Okay, where are you going next? He points. Okay, what base is that? Second base. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these are these little tiny baby steps that go along the way. Where you start to take these kids and put them in 10, 11, and 12U environments, and you're worried about this tournament and that tournament and a championship, and parents are screaming at you, and and the coach know, is calling and, all the pitches, and, and the coaches, the, yeah. the coaches bent over an umpire yeah. that you know that does it for fifty dollars a game, and he's just trying to like make <laughs> beer money or something or tea time money, <laughs> you know, it it, it 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 it's out of whack, yeah, you know, it's out of whack, but it's the landscape, and we have to we have to function inside that landscape. Mm-hmm. If it was my, if it was you know, if it was up to me. And you had the right coaching. Every kid should stay in his recreational organization until he was 12 years old or mm-hmm. 13 years old when they're ready to go onto the big field. And now, the, now here comes the separator. Oh, absolutely. Because the big field does separate out. Separates, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's game changer right there. So you know, you, it, but the problem with rec ball now, and, and you know what, I, I shouldn't even say that because it's the same problem with travel and showcase baseball. Is that you got 
you got lame coaching, man. It's tough. You the got guys is... that don't understand what they're doing. You got guys standing at, you know, coaching in khaki shorts and a college shirt. And, you know, I'm like, good man. Yeah. You know, but they're, you know, they're out there with the right intent, mm-hmm. but they're giving poor information. And that information is not going to make these kids better. So if you're looking for an opportunity to move ahead, you better get with somebody that understands what they're doing. That's right. And, and I'm not just saying, like, we're the only one. Like, I mean, North, Car- North Carolina Baseball Academy, Scott Bankhead, oh. one of the best organizations in the country as far as development, developing kids. Scott's you know, good coach. Know it, you know. Uh, uh, Fletcher Bates down at, the, down at the coast. I mean, you know, with Trot Nixon and his group, develop, you know, develop players. Do they walk out here with, with the national team guys? No, you know. But those guys go to the next level all the time because they're prepared to play. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the key, you know what I mean? And that's, it's about the development. You know, as I was, you know, having a conversation the other day, I said, you know, they were just talking about, oh, this team is, you know, they play in a lot of tournaments. And they go, I go, hey, when you're between 8 and 12, that should be the most, like, like have the most fun, go compete, like playing a lot of games, you know, a lot of tournaments. Sure. But then from 13 to 18, you need to find a team that's developing and that's trying to make your kid better each year and not just playing in nine to 10 tournaments. Because if that's what you're looking for, I mean, your your son, we're going to be having the same conversation next year this time saying my son went backwards because he did not develop over the past 12 months because he didn't get enough training. So instead of taking that 3,500 and investing it into an organization because you're looking for games, you know, uh, they, they, they was, they was leaning towards another team. And we know this coach very well, who's part of our community and he's coaches locally here at, at one of the colleges, you know, they were saying that his team is a great developmental team as far as they do a lot of coaching, they got a lot of great coaches, but they don't play in a lot of major tournaments. You know right. what I mean? Right. So we I go, that all the time. I go, that's the team that you want because you know what? Yeah. That coach is going to develop you. Then you could take, you could save that 3,500, go find a good hitting coach. You know what I mean? Go find a good, you know what I mean? Strength and conditioning coach. So, so if you take your money and divide it up into good coaching, 12 months from now, your kid is going to be so much better mm-hmm. than going and playing in nine tournaments in the next 12 right. months. There's, there's organizations out there, and ours, ours is one of them, that has a reputation of developing players. So, you know, I may not be in Jupiter or wherever going through all these big events where, you know, and, and it's interesting because you go through the big events, all these kids think that that's going to be the, you know, the, the great moment. Yeah, that's You yeah. know, yeah. and I, you never see it that way. You know what I mean? Because if you're a you pitcher, yes. If, like, you're, if you're a dude, because you know how many stock players oh. are out there? And I say stock players, that they're all the same. They yep. all run the same 60. They all got the same arm strength. That's they're right. just good baseball players, and they're there. They're stock players, right? So you put the stock player in that environment, he doesn't shine. No. He doesn't step up. He doesn't do anything special other than what he's doing. He's not dropping tanks. He's, mm-hmm. not, you know, he's not throwing 90. But these are the, the one guy, the two guys, or whatever, you know, that, that people are drooling over. So you need to be somewhere where they have, on top of what you're saying, they're developing players because you want them to be prepared when they step into the college environment that the learning curve is great. It's yes. like they're over the top right. They understand how the game is being played, That's and they right. don't have to be taught by a college coach. Right. Like a walk in and to yeah. stop yeah. in and go impact. like, dude, how do you not understand how to run a tandem cut? How do you not know that, you know, you got a man on second base, we got to go backside to mm-hmm. move him Or how do you know how not to cut the bases, to, you know what I mean, running just the bases? Little, little yeah. Thing, just, yeah. You know, the, the basics of those things. So, yep. you know, and then on top of it, you, you need to be involved with an organization that has a, a network that can take the stock player and has him for a period of time 
and make that phone call. And, uh, listen, I, uh, we got we got, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the name. We got we got a kid in here by the name of Dave Mosry, right? Dave Mosry is the most fundamentally sound player that I've ever coached. At the plate, on the bases, he runs well, he fields well, he throws well. He's about five seven, maybe you know, maybe five five eight. Like doesn't do the eyeball test or anything like that. Doesn't look sexy doing it, but at the end of the season, leading the team in hitting, leading the team in stolen bases, leading the team in runs scored, leading the team in defense, right? So now, to everybody else, this kid looks stock, right? Yeah. Because he just moves, you know, with, with, with fundamentals, not with this tremendous off-the-charts athleticism that, you know, you know, you see the, the greatest of the greats go. So that kid, you can take into any environment, a Division One environment, Two, three, Juco, and I, and he is going to succeed. Well, you sent Dave down to me a couple years ago to yeah. Florida. Right, and, uh, right. Uh, yeah. And um, that team was, you know, full of Power 5 guys. I mean, we mm -hmm. had Matt Allen. That was the first, mm -hmm. uh, a second-round draft pick. I mean, we had dudes all up and down that team. Yep. And uh, so Dave, uh, uh, they come down, and you know what I mean? You're looking at him, and you're looking at all the – like, yeah. so I'm looking at the coach, like, where are we going to put him? We're like, I don't know. We just fit him into where. You know what I mean? We get him, you're you know like, know hey, I mean? Shave sent me crap. You know? That's what well, they're that's <laughs> down there talking, Andrew. Like, hey, send, send me the two. The other kid sent me two was really good, too. Reyes was. Reyes, yeah. yeah, yeah was you sent me two, two. Two fundamentally two sound fundamentally players, sound. right, that are going to so, fit into the program. So, you know, we're, the day before the, 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 you know, our first game, you know, I'm going through the lineup with the coaches, and we're line, lining everybody up, and we're like, so what about these two guys? We're like, hey, we just, you know, they're, they're platoon between each other. We get the innings. By the end of the tournament, those two guys were playing third and second and hitting the top of the order and, like, the table setters for and that you guys team. Went, you went a long way. We went a long way. And if, and if that team didn't have to go to uh, the, the Georgia for the WWBA, we'd have won that tournament. We had to give up yeah. the, the, the semifinal game because we couldn't finish it. But and those two I, guys. Then I go much, down there the next week and Ray, oh Ray sends me with doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me with one guy that can't had no depth perception. He could throw the crap out of the ball. Oh my god! Put the ball in the air. Pop up to the pitcher. Like, he was like, drop next to him, drop next to him. <laughs> well, I thought you was, I, listen. I thought you was a master coach. I <laughs> said I give you something. <laughs> I thought you was gonna take it and I run with it. I can't coach Jerry's kids. <laughs> Look at me, I'm walking. <laughs> I had to sneak out that week. <laughs> yeah, you, you got out real fast. You left me with last. Like, dude. Oh man, hey, uh, I, I'm glad we can laugh about it now. Yeah, yeah, because it was a pain week man it was like uh, and i had fallen off the motorcycle oh I, my god yeah right you're after all, my stroke you, i went down yeah you was all burnt up. i was ripped up burnt up so i'm sleeping and the sheets are sticking oh, to my leg and geez. i'm peeling that off every day and you're yeah. losing every day and every day we were getting that waxed. was funny that picture yeah he and threw the hell out of the ball but he couldn't catch a pop oh straight to great arm yeah, oh the kid, had, the kid yeah. had a really good arm but he couldn't see anything above him. like what's the, what's the deal dude he's like my eyes are right you know, like, and, and he said i'm a first baseman too Oh, yeah, that man. was that, that was a rough go. That was a girl. We took Dylan down to that one yeah, too. Should have seen us the week before, not that week. The yeah, week before that, we were, uh, you know. Was, but to go back to go back to my point is that you're gonna run and put a uniform on because you think that uniform, the name across the front, is gonna yeah. make something happen. You know, and we say it all the time. If you're a national team guy, and there's this there's, there's some teams that are not national teams out there, they're very competitive and have guys that are gonna move on and go to D ones and that are in those situations. But you know, overall, you know. You know, we've beat national level teams, we beat the other level teams, and we really beat up on all these other teams that you know these these guys. Well, I'm going to go try out for, you know, this this organization or that organization. I'm like, okay, hey, you know, I got invited. You got invited to what? What did you get invited to? Well, I got invited to uh, you know the north uh, northeast blue 
blue, green. All American. Yeah, Smith team. Yeah. Down there, you know. But it's, you know, okay, now go buy five uniforms. Yeah. Right? Now get your money in. It gets your name off the, the, the database of a, of a showcase event, PG, PBR. Yeah. I mean, they just pulling your name. I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, too, because we see in our tryouts what organizations are having a tough time. Because we see the, the they wear the uniforms. They wear the hats, out. yeah. They wear the hats over here. And we saw a bunch from two organizations here in Charlotte. It's like, whoa, what's going on there? Yeah. And then, uh, and then obviously we get the, we get the phone call. You know, it's, but, uh, it's listen. At the end of the day, if you're looking for you know that next level national team, you're looking at, you you're in it for all the wrong reasons. If you're looking for a team to, for development and help, going to help your kid get to the next level, yeah, that's what you should be right. having your eyes set on. So we got we we got we got way down the. Uh, the rabbit hole on that mm-hmm. one, didn't yeah. we? But, you know, so to, to go back, you know, talk about the, the tryouts, you know, at the younger ages, you know, find out where they're going to get a lot of reps. Mm-hmm. Find out that, you know, does this coach, you know, what's his experience and are they going to teach my kid how to play the game? Because, you know, you can compete. You don't have to be the best athlete on the field if you know how to play the game. That's right. Right? You know where to be, where to throw the ball, whatever. You're going to help your team compete. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you got to find yourself in those in those situations with the right with the right people um, and find out if, if they vet their coaches, you know, I mean, you know, are these, we've let coaches go, yep. you know, for, for the reasons that, you know, you're not teaching the kids, you're not developing the kids, or is it the coach's ego too, that, you mm-hmm. know, I need this for me. Right. And those are the guys that recruit. Yeah. You know, those are the guys that recruit because, you know, why can't we the, do it? The little Johnson coaches. Yeah. The, the, the all, all, what was that guy? That first, oh, the all state coach. The all state yeah. coach. Yeah. Oh, or man. state champs. State all state champs. champs. State champs. Yeah. yeah. State champ coach. But <laughs> he was a player then. He was a player when he, he was said, a state champ. He said in 1997, yeah. we were state champs. Like, what's your baseball background? State champs. 97. In tennis. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So I, that was your first day with us. That was my first day. That was hilarious. I was. Uh, yeah. I, I knew. I was. Uh, I knew this was the place. After that, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "If any coach, yeah. I said, if Jeff can make another coach that uncomfortable, <laughs> I said that's where." No, I was. Uh, I was going to say, why can't we do in the travel ball world like what soccer does with their coaches, certified. as far as certified them, coaches, clinics, things like that. Yeah. No. I mean, the, the, soccer set themselves up for certification a long time ago. U.S. hockey, USA hockey does the same thing okay. too, right? Okay, So, you know, they set up these huge organizations and you had to, if you wanted to participate inside that huge organization, which isn't a bad concept, mm-hmm. the tra- you know, baseball has huge organizations, but they don't, these guys that are running these organizations have time they don't even know their coaches. It's like, the deal is you're going to give me X amount of dollars per head for you to be our organization in our organization. So okay. it's a membership, basically. Okay. And then you do whatever you want to do with it. But all these uh, United Soccer Clubs, mm-hmm. right? They, if you're going to coach inside there, you do you are not allowed to coach inside there unless you're certified. Yes. Okay. So with baseball, everybody's been touched by baseball, right? One way or another. It's, Little it's, League, it's six yeah. degrees of Kevin Bacon. You know, everybody's an expert because I played in Little League. I played up to this leg. State I champs. played in high school. I could have gone to college. I played in college. I got pro ball experience. <laughs> I mean, you know, my dad was a pro Semi-pro. Player. Yeah, semi-pro. You know, so everybody has these experiences, so they feel that this, they, they already have a certification. Okay. Where you see a lot of the soccer when it came over here, it was primarily European sport, right? Mm-hmm. Hockey, a Canadian sport. So all these people getting involved on the American side didn't have the experience of either playing or coaching or whatever. So they have to go through a certification program. Oh. So now 
it locks them in. They're locked in. So, and you got to pay for your certification. So, as far as soccer, I'm, I'm not as I'm not as into soccer as maybe you are. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do you know if like soccer has multiple tournament agencies like U Trip, Top Gun, no, I don't um, think they do. 2D? No, well, I, I, I yeah. think that's that's part of the issue with baseball. Yeah, that because, was my point. They yeah. set themselves up early with these big organizations, <clears throat> these Uniteds. They brought the concept over from Europe because right. Europe soccer is it. Right, and they got different levels as well. Like you can't play like a A level team or a D level can't play A level. Right. So, so if you're a D level team, you just play so, D level teams. Right. So, so, so soccer in in Europe is like that's the sport, right? And that's I mean they they get more fans. It's football. For soccer. Football. Football. football, football, football. They get more fans. You know, they get hundreds of thousands of fans at a time to watch. They're passionate. Them. They are. So yeah. you know, they're trying to bring the elite of the elite through. So they're making sure that everybody that is being trained the right way from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, there's, I don't even know if U Trip or Top Gun or some of these other people even certify their umpires. I know oh. that they put them through a basic training. You know, I mean, I I, I, I think they'll think. say they're like you um, Trip certified umpires or Top Gun certified umpires. I think they so, do that. You know, I, what does that even mean? Couldn't tell you. Right? I'm it's, just it's like, base training. It's like, being, like you becoming a, uh, um, a, a trainer at the Y, right? Mm-hmm. You can go to a weekend course and you can <laughs> take this, yeah. this test that the answers are all over online <laughs> or whatever, turn it in, and now you're a certified trainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can put certification next to anything. Yeah. But there's no way that you're going to be able to suck in because, you know, um, you're not going to be able to suck in all these guys to certify coaches across the gotcha. country. You can't do it. So you're hoping to find – the organizations that have guys that have been at a certain level that have been coaching in showcase baseball because you can tell, yeah, right. If you've been doing this for a while, you pr- you have a pretty good idea of, uh, you know, uh, what happened, Andrew. We blew out, man. We blew out one. We blew a tire. No, we'll be okay. I'll Let's fix see it. What did what did USA baseball? Oh, we're going oh, dark. Oh, we're going dark. We're going dark. We're getting romantic here. We got to get the candlelight. Sue, so, pay the bill. Sue. So. <laughs> <laughs> so with USA baseball, I know how to do something for USA baseball to be part of it. Yeah. To coach, so what do they do as far as well, the head coaches? Like, is there something different? The head coaches? No, yeah, like at USA Baseball. No, not even like we're not talking about the national level. With like being a coach at the NTIS or or going to carry with the. Well, we have to do background checks. You have to do background, so background checks. checks. They don't do ba- every every coach out here. You know, that we see on the field, none of these guys have done background checks. We have right. we don't do background checks for you for you Triple S A or Top Gun. Like you're gonna if you're gonna bring a team into our organization, I mean, a team into that tournament. You know, but there was matter. another certification that Sue emailed me that I had to like f- fill out, and f- it, was, it wasn't a back. It was a background. Yeah, to make check. sure you weren't a pedophile. Mm-hmm. And it was something else. I, I swear, it was like a. a and you failed. I well, know. But <laughs> I, know. I, think, I think they look at background <laughs> checks as well. It's like your experience as well. They they, they probably yeah. dig deep into what okay. you've been doing. Yeah, as well. so yeah. I know it was like it was, yeah. They'll do all your but, criminal stuff. They'll do all that. They'll and and there be, there is a USA Baseball coaches certification. There is a certification. You can you can you can obtain that. You don't have to. Okay. You know. But, but it's something out of you. But it's it, it's out there. I mean, you know, it's, it's and out honestly, there. that and, and Spectrum that would be good for U Trip and and Top Gun, any of those tournament companies to say, hey, you should be um, USA Baseball coaches certification. You should be. Yeah, yeah. It should be. But. So you know, everybody that's involved in USA Baseball has to go through that <clears throat> yeah. that check. But you know, the guys that go into the NTIS and the guys that go into we've all been vetted. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, as far as experience, background, all that other stuff. Okay, you know, organizations. You know, because a lot of people say, "Hey, how do I get involved in USA Baseball?" Well, you know, it's not easy. Yeah, you know, we've been doing this. What, Andrew? How many years now? Ten. NTIS. You've been doing it ten. I've been doing it technically eight. Eight. 
So I've been doing it about five you know, years, four, yeah. four or five years with you guys. Now. So it's, you know, it's, I mean, so they, they all, you know, there's only four of us now in the country. Yeah, they, 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 they do this. It was 16 at one point. Yeah, it was widespread. It was crazy. It was, uh, you know, it was Wild West. And now there's only four of us that have the regional director title. And we have two regions. Um, and Andy, 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 Andy Rojo has, has two. two regions. Okay. And then the other guys have their, you know, uh, their individual regions. But that's great, uh, too, for you guys. That's only four regional directors, right? Now you guys could vet your coaches and pick your coaches to coach those teams where you know who's coaching those teams. Oh, sure. You go in. John Ennis goes in. Yeah. Andrew goes in. And the circle is you know, tighter as Pete's far as Sinop- communication. Pete Sinopoli, that coach at the University of Maryland that I played with at Maryland and has, done, you know, has, has been at uh, Cardinal Gibbons High School for a bunch of years, he goes in. Um, and all those guys have to be certified too. Yep. Yeah, they have to be vetted when we go in to carry. Yeah, that's, and that's, you know, and it, I, what I, you know, we go in there. We have they have they'll have task force USA task force guys right there to yes. make sure that we're not doing anything wrong with the kids or anything. Exactly. Either. So you know, you're policed again. And also, um, yeah, you got to work well with the task force because those guys are looking for guys. And you yeah. can't be a coach that has an ego that's trying to win a game. And you know what I mean. And it goes hand in hand. So. You know, we, we were going to talk about USA Baseball anyway. We might as well start, you know, heading down that road. People take their money and they go certain places to try to make a national team. Mm-hmm. So what's that national team going to do for you, right, in the end? You say you played for the national team. If you, if you make it, chances yeah. are you're not going to make it, right? There's not really uh, a, a process and sense of getting there. It's, you go to the showcase, okay, we're going to keep you on the national team, right? Yeah. Where with USA Baseball, we put them through the ringer, yeah. right? It's a tough and process. And, and when we get to carry, that's not even the end of it. Nope. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just the, that's, that's really the beginning. That's know, the interview right there. That's you know that's okay. Are you forty man roster quality? Yeah. You know, and then when you get to the forty man roster, are you national team quality? Mm-hmm. And there's no pre-selection. It's not like there's there, no pre-selection. No one, nothing selected. It's, everybody's a, you know everybody thinks oh well this is already set. This, it nope. is not. And it's a long process. It's a long yep. process because once you leave Cary, they have about six to seven months to still mm-hmm. evaluate you through your high school program. Yeah, and there's other things going social on. Social media, whatever, whatever Listen, you're doing. They're shaking, the tree, they're shaking every tree they can shake in the United States to find the best talent to go internationally and win a gold medal. And they I do. mean, it's, it's serious business, yeah. right? So you have the opportunity to put yourself in an environment. Like I said, I, I encourage everybody, you know, when we were doing the round ones, like go to round one. You think you're that, you know, you think you're that dude, go find out if you're that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you may be that dude right around here, Charlotte, and everybody thinks you're, you know, you're, you're, you're that. Okay. Well, when you start to move up that chain, yep. You see you, what's around. Oh my God. Yep. We put a 15 year old kids, six, one, one ninety, six, one, six, two, you know, throwing 80, 15, 13 year old kids. We had yeah. donkeys. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, and we've seen them. Um, and we've competed against them. It's like, holy cow, man. Then when you, you put know, all those guys, those 40 guys together that one week during trials, it's They're all draftable kids. Yeah, they're all draftable kids from yeah. 15 to 8. I mean, it don't matter. Yeah. I mean, then then you see, like, how fast the game really goes. But you gotta, you have to take every step along the way as a success. Yes. Okay? You, first of all, just putting yourself in a situation to go ahead and try out. That's a success to yourself. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and step out of here, and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
And then you get through that process and you get to the regional. And the regional gets intense. Yes, I mean, the regional, I mean, we have hundreds of kids that we're looking at and we're like highlighting, you know, I mean, we've got four different highlighters, like maybe, a yes, mm -hmm. fill all the way in, complete, yeah. Then you got to get down and say, okay, we need X amount of guys for a team to go into carry. Now the guys that you're saying, these are dudes, now you got to go, what's the intangible here? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, what's his makeup? You know, like. Bad attitude, good bad attitude. attitude. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you turn around. Aptitude. You turn Aptitude. around and you get a kid like Aiden Fancher. Like, just walks in, you yeah. know, and all of a sudden he's like your best friend. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Grant <laughs> Solomon, or Grant Solomon, yep. who, who, who passed tragically this year in a, in a, in a car accident that, that played on our mm -hmm. championship team at the NTIS. Like, you just looked at this kid like, man, I just, like, this kid, like, I got to get to know this kid, right. you know? And then you build a relationship with him, and then you find out his character fits what USA Baseball is, is, is looking for. Now, you know, Aiden got invited to the 40 man, mm -hmm. Grant didn't. But Grant was a he was a USA Baseball Hall of Fame personality kid, you know what yes. I mean? Like he deserved that opportunity to be there, and he competed and he did, mm -hmm. and he did whatever. So that's you know those successes because Fanch's success went up to the next level to the forty man, but Grant's was there. But we won a championship. The experience was unbelievable. These guys mm -hmm. still were texting each other, yeah. And yeah. competing. But he, but he worked himself through the process. So that doesn't mean in the baseball journey it stops. that you don't. That's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. You know that. You know that's it. You know no. You know now you saw you were around the best of the best, and now you said, okay, I got to do this to get here. That's right. But now you're in our network. Now we can help you. Exactly. Now we can do different things for you. And you don't know what happens down the road. I mean, the, yeah. he's on that. He's in the network. He's on that list. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody falls off. They yeah. remember him, and he's that's the next right. guy up. So yeah, that's right. You know, it, it happened to um, Andy Burris's kid, okay, uh, with Five Star. Okay, Andy Burris's kid didn't make the forty man out of the NTIS. Oh, that's right. He got called then, up afterwards. And, and then something happened, and they said, "Hey, you know, he's on the list. You want him to come?" And, and he said, "Think someone got hurt." And then somebody they got get, hurt. Yeah. And he, he, he makes the national team. No yep. kidding. And he makes the national team. He gets all the way through the process. Oh, that's and awesome. It's, yeah. So it's you know, you know, those are things. But if you don't, if 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 you don't put yourself in those situations, you'll never know. That's right. Right. So. You know, we encourage, like, uh, go to your tryouts. Go figure out what little organizational team that you want to play with, whether it's CBC or somebody else around, the, you know, that's going to play in these tournaments around here and hope that something works out Yeah, good for you. Or, you know, put yourself in a situation at least one time in your life where you're going to go, okay, this is the moon, you know, mm -hmm. how do I get there? Yep. I, I had to do that with professional baseball. I mean, I, honestly, at, at 13, 14, 15, 16, probably my high school coach, my high school coach, when I went to University of Maryland, the only reason I went to University of Maryland was because my dad <laughs> yeah. played there and said, you know, run, throw, field, you know. got the five tools. You're going to, you know. Uh, the power, maybe. You're going to knock the bat out of his hand yeah, the next year. Go. So yeah. you're not going to hit and he's not going to hit for power. Yeah. Know, he's not going to do it at all. So he's got three of them. He takes me. Uh, you know, and then obviously it works out. But my high school coach told the guys that were there the year behind me that I was wasting my time. I wasted my time going to the University of Maryland because I will never play a day in the ACC. Okay, well, thank God I didn't. I, you know, be, you know, I, I'm dumb enough to think I'm okay. I'm gonna go try. I'm gonna go see what I got, and never came off the field in three years there. Jeez, played every single game for three years. So, but if I don't get put in that situation, I don't find out. Right? That's right. So. Same thing is go go give yourself a chance to shoot for the moon. Never know what's gonna you happen because you come out of pro, you come out of college, right? And you know you're an all ACC player, you're an honorable mention All American, you're drafted by the Baltimore Orioles, and while all that's going on, 
you think, man, I'm the dude. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like special. Mm-hmm. For a quick moment. For a quick moment. Then you get into then you get into <laughs> your first season, and also you start looking around, going, "Wow, player, yeah, player, mm-hmm. yeah, player." And then you go look at the other team, and you, "Wow, player. look at all these players." That's right. right. And then after your short season, your first short season, because you don't go into spring training, you just go into your short season mm-hmm. and you start playing. Then you jump into spring training, and then you look around and you see two hundred guys. And you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this piece, right? right? Yeah. How am I going to set myself apart? How am I going to not look like the stock dude? <laughs> you know. So, it, but in every level that I went, I can honestly tell you that nobody would have bet on me to get there. That's why I love Donald Trump. Because <laughs> everybody count him out right now. I'm not, man. This guy's going to grind it. It's the underdog. <laughs> Call you Sea Biscuit. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, by the way, my she already produced that movie. Sec- oh, that's Secretariat. right. I love, Secretariat. I love that movie. That was a great Secretariat movie. Secretariat he produced. Yeah, that was a that's great good, movie. That's, good, that's a good one too. That's right. He just he just made a chief thanks man. He just made a donation U D A C F. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. Man. We missed him at the uh, the gala. Two years ago, yeah. he was there last year. Oh, was he there? Yeah, okay. he, was there, he was there last year. So, but my point is with USA Baseball, you know. We're going a different road. We're going with scouts this mm-hmm. year than we are round ones. And we're what do you mean? We're going to rely on our baseball network, oh, okay, our guys you. that we know are this level that, that have been evaluators in the past or have access to a lot of kids with talent. And they're going to submit a name to us, and then we're going to go ahead and invite them to a regional. And okay. our regional is going to be, it's going to be huge. It'll be loaded with college recruiters. You know, it'll it'll provide an opportunity for USA Baseball. Um, but there's value just to get there. Yep. Um, you know, that, that's the road we're going down. We're yep. talking to a lot of different people about scouts, and I think this year we're probably going to see more talent on the side of the country than we've ever seen. Here's the sad part of all this, right? Some of the yahoos that we, we live around here won't allow their kids or tell their kids, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. You don't have to do it. You no. don't have to go to that tryout either. Or no. You don't have to go down to Jupiter. You don't have to go here or there. So pick and choose. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what you want, and pick and choose what you're going to carry forward in your memory. Yeah, I, I tried out for this team here, or you know that team there. Or I went down to this tournament, or you know, I, I put myself in a situation to try out to make you know USA baseball. No, that's a, and that's the, the funny thing that you just mentioned is that if I could bring if I could bring myself back, you know, a few years back with Ray in the development with USA baseball, and this was before I even knew you or anything else. Before like USA baseball was a. But you knew of me though. I knew. You yeah, know what? I, was, I thought you was Richie Schaefer's sit, dad, look, if anything. Everybody did. Everybody did. Yeah, like, I had a kid doing a Clemson. I'm like, I don't have a Clemson. I, my I kid, was like, congratulations. Kid, I just changed my kid's diaper yesterday. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's at Clemson? He must be good. <laughs> so so a lot of the guys in the local area here was saying, you know, when Ray was going through the process in the beginning, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, don't waste your time. It's a waste of money. It's just a whatever. And, and you know what? I didn't listen. I was like, hey, you never know what's going to happen. And next thing you know, he gets selected. And he keeps moving up the yeah. process. And I mean, it's just like if I would have listened to the local guys that said don't, don't send them there because it's a waste of time, he would have never. A lot of doors would have never opened sure. up. Right. And you know what? USA Baseball was one of the best things that ever happened to him because it changed his life at 14 and 15 because it showed him so much when he was part of that uh, developmental process with the uh, NTDP uh, at 14U and yeah. when he's part of the trials at 15U. I mean, they took him and they showed him a lot of uh, like just so much more than baseball and how to work your way through social media and becoming the player you are and that's taken them for the next five years and that's you know what i mean he's never changed from that time that they showed them and he's you know if you can look through his social media profile you know and everything else it's it's what they taught him 
at USA Baseball. No, it's, it, this isn't just about making these kids better baseball players. More importantly, it's about how, what kind of young men are you going to make. Mm-hmm. So Huck Wathan just signed. Yes, Dusty's congratulations day, to him right? and all the other kids. And you know, and and his, his, you know, I, I love Huck for this. But you know, Huck started with us around twelve years old. Mm-hmm. And Huck, like Ray, you know, was a dude that everybody in the world wanted a piece of, right? Mm-hmm. And so all the usual suspects who call Dusty or call Heidi or try to get to Huck and say, hey, you need to come play with us and do whatever. And Huck would always say, no, I'm good where I'm at and I'm good who, with who I'm at. Yeah. So the biggest piece, you know, and Huck was, you know, Huck was great to, great to watch. A, 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 he's a super talent, but he was a challenge, you know. I mean, him and, him and, my, and my son, Zach, their mentalities, were, I mean, they wanted to go fight. <laughs> and I was like, dude, or, they, you know, they would get like way over the top upset if something didn't go their way. Yeah. And then, so you get a talent like that, right? And more people than not are not going to tell that talent, like, you know, hey, dude, shake yourself because yeah. you're not that freaking good of course. yet. You know what I mean? You know, you're not that whatever. They're like, oh, you know, he's upset. Don't say anything. Yeah. Let him, let be him go. Let, let him be. Yeah. Way. You know, you can't, you, can't, you can't be that way because mm-hmm. in, in the end, you know, the odds, whether you're Huck Wathen, who's a third-generation baseball kid, you know, his, dad, his grandfather caught – uh, the big leagues. World Series yeah. championship with uh, Kansas City. Dusty, the dad, third base coach for the Philadelphia Phillies, played in the big leagues, right? You know, so he's got a pedigree and he's got he's got a track. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the possibility of it, but that doesn't mean it's automatic. Of course not, right? So all said and done, you're hoping these guys turn out to be good young men. So we had this conversation a couple weeks ago. And I said, you know what, it's interesting because I'm getting all these texts back from different guys that, that I play with. And I love that part, right? Guys that we coach that want to reach back out and say, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Because I do that with my college coach. Yeah. I check up on him all. He's 91 years old. I check up on him all the day. <laughs> and then if he doesn't answer the phone, then I get his wife, Karen, and she talks 20 minutes to me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I love her to death, but it's like I called for coach. <laughs> you know. But I, so I, I, I just started messing around going through rosters. And I'm checking out LinkedIn, right? Doctors, lawyers, professionals, you know, I mean, all these different. One tool. You know, yeah, well, one tool, yeah. working here at USA yeah, Baseball, yeah. you know, I mean. Build the studio. But, but you start going through that because in reality, these turned out to be good, good young men and they're successful young men. Yes. And, um, and they're going to be, baseball breeds success outside of the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because of the, the huge amount of failure involved in it. And you better have a short-term memory because if you're in sales, like you've been in sales, yep. right, and you're going to hear a million no's before you get that one sale. That's right. You know, I'm watching go. You know, I'm not necessarily like I don't I don't sell a product. I just I guess I, think, I guess I do right when we sell CBC and all that other stuff. But I watch my wife go through this. I watch Amanda go through this in the flooring, and it's and it's it's rough, man. You you get beat up. Yeah. And this game will beat you up. That's right. And you better figure out how to get up and go. And, and make yourself better. So, you know, the successes as a coach aren't necessarily, oh, he made it to the big leagues or yeah. we, we got him to college. We got him to college because he's going to get an education. And you know what? When it's done in four years, you know, or three years, you're drafted or you're not. And if you're not, then, then reality steps in and you better be prepared for it. That's right. That's right. I completely agree. I mean, this game of baseball, you remember the good coaches, right? Like, oh, you remember the bad coaches too. Oh, I More mean, fully. Short, me- short, short, <laughs> short memory of the bad coaches. Yeah. It's always in the back of your mind, but you don't remember them. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> that's the greatest thing that you said that, you know what I mean, when you could always reach back and look back and see what these guys are doing. And yeah. you could they, could they always remember that you or any other coach had an impact on their lives to help them 
you know, through this game of baseball to become successful right. men. Right. It's and they and they don't realize it at the time. Oh, they don't. No, and, right. and, and none of us do going through the going through this. Going, no. We're playing baseball because we love to play baseball. We're not even realizing how the education that we're getting That's as right. far as life goes. Baseball is teaching us and, and people. Yeah, and and, and people, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, again, I, I I got thousands of pictures and thousands, you know, I'm going through it. Ken Harvey shows up here last week, who was the second baseman when I was with San Antonio, and I was oh, I seen that your Twitter, yeah. yeah. And Harvey and I've been friends for over 30 years now. Yeah, right? his son played at Wake Forest and Logan. When we were up in Virginia. He lived in Richmond, and he would come over and so on and so forth. But so I'm thinking to myself, okay. How many pictures do I have with just somebody that I played with or I know? Just just him and I. Yeah. I probably have seventy pictures in my phone of different people, from Eddie Murray to you know, uh, to Matt Sinatra to Dave Gallagher and I to you know just go down the list of um, you know just coaches. It'd be Pete Sinopoli and I got I got another, a ton of you know we played it at Maryland. Who would have thought? I want to see a picture of you and Randy Johnson. Well, that, you got to see we got to see the picture of Randy Johnson where I'm standing at the bottom of the mound and he's six ten standing on top of the mound. <laughs> It's like Altuve and Judge. It's like, yo, dude. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be a great picture. Yeah. So, but it's, I guess that's the part that I'm learning to love even more than just the game. Yeah. It's you know, it's what happens to the kids as they go forward. Absolutely. I mean, I love laughing with them. I love sitting in. You know what I like sitting in the dugout with them is because the parents aren't there. And I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't. Sit, you know, we talk about the parents all the time, right? The parents can be the greatest and the asset worst. or they can be the greatest detriment yes. to a kid, right? But you get these kids in the dugout. How fun is that, Andrew? It's Especially, fun. I mean, yeah. it's, these kids are laughing. They're talking about stuff like, you know, and, it's, and the progression of conversation that goes from, like, when you're 10th of them, like, Pokemon to, like, <laughs> you know, to his hot chick in his cars. You know, and you got to like, dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know? Well, it, but, it, was, it was great this summer, you know, when I did the Collegiate League, right? Like, all these guys that came in in the beginning, yeah. you know, they were just so conditioned with their college coaches, so they were really uptight. Yeah. Timid, like, yeah. Timid. Well, yeah. not really timid. They were confident. They were just uptight and knew, like, like the dugout etiquette in college. Like, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. really, you know, you don't chat it up. You know, yeah. you don't want to make a fool of yourself, coaches in the dugout. But then by the last game of the – I mean, these guys are loose as a goose and, oh, like, dude. having so much fun and just mm-hmm. being – just being kids and just enjoying the game. And that was a great thing to see where we as coaches sometimes take that enjoyment away from the kids because we want them to be yeah. so structured mm-hmm. where, you know, and like don't laugh and don't joke. You, you know, you get better when you're more relaxed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it's funny you say that about because I, I, one of the pictures that I kept was the one at the championship game where you had to let the guys, oh, they could cut, the, cut sleeves the sleeves off, off. the shirts, yeah. and you know, and they played the championship game like that. It yeah. wasn't like, you know. And Eddie Hall. And, and so you bring the fun. You br- Eddie Hall. You bring, but you bring the fun back into the game, and that's the part that happens with the younger kids, right? Yep. This game is supposed to be fun, and you're supposed to enjoy these kids. That's right. And if you're if you're putting the pressure on, you're just, oh come on, you can do this, you can do this, let's go, yay, that's that's positive. No, but it's not. It's that's, pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's pressure. They like, hear that. Yeah. They, 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 everyone could be yelling. Do, if you don't do this, they're like, well, no, I couldn't do it. You know, yeah. instead of just like you know, play this game, enjoy this game. And and enjoy the time that you have with these kids in that period of time because when they get when they turn to fifteen and sixteen years old, and you're chasing scholarships. Oh, it's oh my God! It's listen. Yeah. The the most fun I had with Ray was from thirteen to about sixteen. Then from sixteen to eighteen, where we're doing all these showcases and all, 
it was the most stressful and most sure. tense between him and I. Not that I was putting so much pressure on him, but he wanted, you know what I mean? He wanted to make every event. He wanted to make everything. Yeah. And, you know, I was trying to help him as well. Yeah. And it was just so much tension. Who cares now, right? So you, oh and, my I had, God. you and I had these conversations yeah. like, well, you know, Ray, Ray wants this, Ray wants that, whatever. And, you know, he should have made this team now. Ray is one of 100 or 150 guys in the country right now that, that got brought into a uh, yeah, an extended spring or a, well, it was or the top, 60, top sixty guys in the nationals that made instructions this, this so past there, month. So there you go. So all that stuff behind them. I know we talked. About, we, we yeah, it was it, like it's, it's it was your, it was your it was your philo- it was your uh, therapy to me. I yeah. needed therapy, so you was yeah. the therapist for me. I try this with my wife every day. It's not working. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Doctor Jeff's here. She's like, you're an idiot, and you're not a doctor. But 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 to go to your point where you know what when we were going through the ranks, it was so much fun going with him when it was 13, 14, right. 15, mm-hmm. 16. Right. Then when it became, oh, you got to make the PG All-American game. You got to make the Under Armour All-American game. Yeah. You got to make Team USA. You got to make, right. it was so much, I seen yeah. so much, like he took on so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like, as a dad, you want to help him, right? But yeah. you can't help him. So, and it was yeah. so much, and, it, and then it became a real friction between us. You know, and that's the, that goes to my point when they're younger, don't put that pressure on them. That's right. Because he, he Ray wanted something, yes. right? And that's not a bad thing to want something, you know? You're going to try. He was putting himself in those situations, like we were talking about, like USA Baseball, all the time. Mm-hmm. And Ray was a dude, and he had a good opportunity to make these things. And yes. when he did, and it was a great disappointment to him. Of but, course. But in reality, there's so many people out there, baseball people that are making, that are doing evaluations on players, and then there's so many of those people that are making determinations on them that, this isn't an exact science. You talk to Gary Randall, you talk to Mark McKnight, we talk to uh, Jay Matthews, we talk to Fred White, all these scouts. They'll tell you more guys they missed than they got. Of course. Of course. Right? So, but, but Ray kept putting himself in those situations, and he was willing to accept that pressure. Yeah. You weren't putting the pressure on him. No. Like, holy wasn't. Christmas, how could you not make no, that No, absolutely that not. But, you know, these parents out here at 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, you know, just like, you know, grinding these kids down—it's right. just—it's—it's—it's it, it, no. heart-wrenching, because you see a kid that absolutely loves the game and may not be the most talented kid out there, and you watch this kid slowly get eaten up, mm-hmm. and like my heart breaks for him. Mm-hmm. Like I just, you know, I just yeah. want like, dude, this game know, is going to eat him up alone, right? You're going to make errors. You're going to you're gonna... self-esteem That's right. destroying sport. In and the I don't world. understand why yep. we love to play so much, where it just beats you up, right? So like, you're going to fail seven uh, seven out of ten times. You're gonna make errors. You're gonna make throwing errors. You're gonna. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna lose. You lose games for people. Yeah, you're gonna make yeah. a play to lose the game. So, so as a parent, to even put that added pressure on the kid of like, why don't you make that play? Like, do you think that he tried to go up the middle and miss the ball to lose the game? Like, do you like, think? I just want to go up there and be happy. I'm in the situation. Yeah, have fun because when it's all said and done, you get, it, listen. If you ask, if you ask a kid, right, what do you want from your parents when he's at a game, when they're at a game? And want Gatorade. No. Yeah, just yeah. don't bring it to the dugout. Just don't bring it. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you bring your own Gatorade. <laughs> He's going to say nothing. Just enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy me playing. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's right. Not, you know, well, I got to do this because, you know, that drive home, my dad's just going to oh rip me a new God. one. Oh, my God. I got a picture when we were in the old building, right? And we were doing a, they were doing a class out on the turf, and I came out the door out of our office areas, and the dad is standing there like this behind the fence like, to the kid. And yeah. I watched the whole thing happen. So yeah. the, the picture means more to me than somebody just, you know, touched down Jesus here. I mean, yeah. he's like, you know, he's 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 upset at this yeah, kid. And the kid is like eight years old. And I took this picture. I'm like, this poor kid has no chance. And then if you are living vicariously through your kid and it doesn't work out, oh, boy. 
Oh my God. It's, 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 yeah. But yeah. If it doesn't work out, you, you feel more disappointed than the kid. The kid forgets about it because within 30 it, seconds. It looks like, you know, you, you know, you created something inferior. Right. Yeah. yeah. You didn't, you know, but you, on the other side of it is you're inferior because you never got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, and now you're trying to, you know, you're trying to make up for something that was a shortcoming for yourself. Yep. Uh, no, it's, 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 uh, it was an eye opener for me at the later stages of the, you know, where Ray was, we was in perfect game down in the tournament and he's playing his own age group. We played two garbage scenes on a Saturday. And I mean, I don't think he got a hit like, and like, it was like, what the hell? So it got rained out the Sunday and we knew the rain was coming. And then, um, the, the Kansas city Royal scout team, uh, they were playing local here in North Carolina. There was no rain yeah. here. So I, I texted coach that night. I was like, Hey, Ray can make it if, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, bring him down. We loved it. They were playing a, a junior college team, an older team, a college team. And so, so we drive across the state a couple of hours. Ray gets to the game. Now we're, we're at the – I'm sitting far away from hell. I'm like, man, this guy is like – now it's on a scout team. Like, can't have what he did yesterday. He has the best game of his life against older competition. There was no right. pressure, right. right? There was – like, perfect game is like, oh, my God, they're taking my stats. I got to do this. I got to do that. Everything is going on with perfect game. I got to do so well at perfect game. So he put that added pressure on him. Yeah, you got to bring up my ranking. Yeah, you got to bring up – yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, this – you yeah. know what I mean? So then when he went to – you know what I mean? The, the, the guess played against the junior college. It was just like his cool guys. There was no scouts there. It was just like just baseball. And he had a hell of a game. It was just like no pressure. And I wasn't even sitting around. It was just like it hit me like there's so much pressure on them just to perform for someone outside for, a, you know what I mean, for a perfect game or for someone that's doing an evaluation because they feel like, you know, a perfect game, all the evaluators, they're always writing something. So they feel like they yeah. have to do so much. Do you even know the level of every evaluator there? Are those guys vetted? Are they are they professional scouts? Are they? You yeah, know, I mean, like you, don't not, know. you don't know. I yeah. mean, it could be a kid who came off the street that played in college, like you know, just write something up. And they yeah. got those they got those cut and paste lines. Oh, they all write the same put, thing. Oh, it's all yeah. you know. Yeah. It's, it's all in. You know the uh, the percentage of kids that make all tournament teams at World Wood Bat? Ninety percent. Well, that's a little high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get the point. Oh, no, yeah, sixty three percent. You you just bat over three hundred. You're all tournament. Oh yeah, you just you know you you know you throw five or six innings and don't give up a run or something like that. You're all tournament. Yeah, like that's like that, yeah. that's the thing. You know what I mean? If at WWA, if there's three thousand players, there's about two thousand players that's all tournament. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And if you're the thousand player, that's, that's what not- I like about I, I like about Cooperstown what Lou Pursuti did up there. What's that? Every kid that played in Cooperstown is in the Cooperstown Hall of Fame. Really? They're all Hall of Famers. Oh, that's yeah. right. You go through the ceremony and you get a ring. Oh, you get a ring. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. But you were participating in something really special. That was, you know, th- that, that was. But a fun in time. the end, you know, Lou had it. Lou had it right. Yeah. Okay. Lou because was ahead of everybody. Lou had it right because <laughs> Lou, Lou would make everybody feel inclusive. But in the end, you know, the home run derby guys was special. Yeah. The, With uh, those juice bats. The, the championship was special. Oh, yeah, the championship was special. You know, it was yeah. televised. Like, this is where you want to get. This yeah. is the ultimate. So he, you know, uh, listen, he was, he was, yeah, he he was, was the was, ultimate marketer. Oh, listen, I think Lou's the one that, you know what I mean? He, he's before everyone, and yeah. he did it right where you everybody wanted that bid to get into Cooperstown. People and wouldn't, still uh, want it, man. Oh, yeah. We, we I mean, have a bid, you know. People, they're not handed out. Oh, and, and you don't want to let it go. No. You no. know. If anybody, if listen, if any parent has the opportunity to do that as a twelve-year-old, go, go, you have to go. go. Even if, I mean, even if it's with a pickup team or whatever, your kids should experience Cooperstown because that's probably one of the best weeks. Exactly, of baseball. your kids should experience Cooperstown. My advice to the coaches is avoid sleeping in the back. Oh my, with the no, kids but you got to. Is, no, dude, you don't have to. I, I thought I had to. 
The second time through, I don't. Yeah, I used to sneak out at night. No, I, I, not even. I, I was not happy. In that oh, the, those barracks. The beds were brutal. Oh my god. The kids it was hot. I got to pick up dirty, rotten uniforms every night and <laughs> wash them, and then you know you had like a schedule to go take a shower. And, yeah. You know. It was, but the kids were like, you know, the we kids, still talk about it. The, some kids, kids the parents. It was the best. Uh, one of the best, uh, you know, travel baseball experiences. Yeah. Ever Cooperstown, it was just so much yeah, I fun. Think, I think I had, you know, I, I had a good time with Dylan's team going in there and ever, but I had the most fun with with Huck and Zach and and, Bo, and Bobo and that crew because these guys have been together, you know. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. you know the lights go out and it, what goes through these kids' oh minds. Oh my god, they, the funny stuff they oh say. Oh my, my gosh. gosh, it's just it's it's that part right there. I yeah. Would, I would if I could just relive that part. That's what I. And I then mean, take me out of there until someone lets one rip and then it oh, smells brutal, bad. Oh, they're brutal, man. They're the <laughs> stinkiest freaking oh, guys. Like, stinky. dude, you need to take a shower. No, yeah, we had we, we forced them. We, yeah. Yeah, you I'm go like telling their parents, will you tell your kid to scrub his bottom? Freaking killing me, man. Oh my god. But see, those are memories, right? Those are memories and. I think everybody should experience it. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't look at, you know, if there's something that you are going to save up for and spend the money, you should yeah. definitely. So, again, there's your so you don't you don't build memories unless you have the experience, right? That's right. USA Baseball is an experience. That's going right. to trial for a national team, drive whatever. I don't necessarily believe that that's an experience. You know, going to Cooperstown is an experience. Yes. You know, there's certain things that happen in this game that, you know, that – you know, you want to shake. Now, everywhere you go and everything you do creates a memory, and some of them are pretty, you know. Like yeah. we were talking about how bad you left me with that team. Oh. Like, that's a memory. Yeah. So I'm scarred by it. Yeah, I listen. You know. I snuck out. I snuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I used to stay the whole week. Uh, I thought yeah. you had it. I thought you, you know, I thought you were going to no, pull you it No, Laz was the head man. Laz, he took it over like, you know. Listen. Santos was like, you know, he's dead coach. I'm like, okay. I'll I seen the smoke in the beginning, so I knew it was uh, there was, you yeah, know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So I wanted to just, you yeah, know. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> it was but, like like wet wood. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't even, there was more smoke than fire. Uh, <laughs> but I think what you, you mentioned something early, and I think people, if they could, if they if we could bring it back to that, where people have to remember, if you are going to these tryouts for your son to see the level of competition around them, <laughs> And just to just say, hey, where am I? Yeah. In this travel ball world, then fine, then then great, then go to these tryouts, yeah. right? So you could, so your son could see, hey, I went to CBC tryout, I went to this tryout, I went to a national tryout. You know what? I know I could play on the regional. I'm I'm a little under the national guys, but you know what? If you're going into those tryouts for those reasons, then great. Yeah. But if you're going with all the <clears throat> wrong reasons of like, I want him to make that national team, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna be disappointed if he doesn't. You know, if you if you get cut, it's not a negative. It's not a right. negative. There's a right. lot of positives. Yeah, it's a disappointment. What did you take it's, away from it's it? Disappointment. I mean, you but know. if you go into it thinking I'm going to get better after yeah. I leave here and I know where I got to work, like, hey, there was six shortstops and I was one of six and the four of the six were like dudes, their hands, the balls never even yeah. went into the glove. It was like glove and hand first base. I mean, that's where I got to get my hands to next year. So yep. so it, that's that's where people should be looking at these tryouts. Not like, oh, I'm going on a national tryout. My son's going to be on a national team because, like we said earlier, that national team's already set. Yeah. You know, that Ross is already set. So that's, you know, another piece of advice to a parent is if, if your kid goes to an event like that and he doesn't make it and somebody asks you, hey, how'd your kid do it? Oh, he didn't make it. You got to go, like, listen, he didn't make it, but what a great experience. Yes. I mean, we learned a lot from that. I learned a lot about, you know, myself. I learned a lot about the players, but... You know, you, you, there's, there's so much positive to come out of all this, even though, like I said, this is a game of failure. Yep. You know, you, you're always figuring something out about yourself. That's right. And you can never stop getting better in this game. 
right to the mm-hmm. end, right into the last day I played this thing. I mean, I'm, I'm taking ground balls for a reason. Yep. You know, I'm taking extra BP for a reason. You can never stop getting better. And and, yep. and, and, and I hear it so much from the parents as far as with teams and everything else and all the tournaments everyone's looking. These next three to four months are the most important months. Yeah, the offseason. Like, but, but parents are not looking at it like that, right? Yeah. They're looking at it like, hey, this is good. we got Thanksgiving, we got Christmas, we're going to take it. Yeah. We'll pick it up, you know what I mean, yeah. in February, March. Yep. These next months are the most crucial months for your kids' development to be successful for next summer. You can't turn it on in March to say, hey, I'm going to get private lessons with Shafe, and I'm going to get private lessons with one tool, and I'm going to get private, you know what I mean, because then he's going to be ready for the season. If they're not ready by March 1st. They're not ready. They're not ready. No. You know, they're not ready. So from November 1st to March 1st, you better be ready. It's a game of repetition. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got to get reps in. Now, listen, I, I'm all for I love the guys that go play basketball. Yes. I love the guys that can, Multi, that can go play yeah. multi-sport guys. Yes. You know, I don't want them burning out on one sport, you know, making it specific. There's an interesting statistic out there that says that kids from like 10 to 12 or, or maybe even younger than that, to 12 or 13, that are specific to one sport, like baseball, mm-hmm. get injured more. Yeah, tend- they, yeah. Then yeah. They have a tendency to get injured yep. more than the guys that play multi-sports mm-hmm. because it because you're working on different muscles, different muscles, different, muscles, muscles, yeah, different yeah. approach. Yeah. And, and the other part about you know all this that the younger people, the younger age groups, coaches that are out there now that are just starting up organizations or they're just bringing this guy into coaches that you have to teach the mental part of this game, burning them out right? mentally. Yep. You, you, got, you got to be prepared mentally, and that's not an easy thing to do. And mm-hmm. it, and it's it's even more difficult if you've never been there and had to do that. Yep. To you know to be able to get a kid that's crying and let him know like, dude, you know how many errors? I mean, I had you know how many errors I made in my life? You know how many times I struck out in my life? You know how many you know like you're not it. You're not the only guy. And that's you know? and and if you've never been in that situation, if you never if you've never been in the bottom of the knife with two outs, bases loaded, and you're the you know what I mean, you're the yeah. it factor. You can't really ever, if you've never been in that situation or never felt it, or if you've never been on the mound in the ninth inning yeah. with, with a one-run lead and your hand gets numb and you still got to throw strikes, you can't feel that or you can't try to tell someone else, throw strikes. Come on, we're going to lose the – like you don't know the emotion is part of that when you're on that mound pitching. So for coaches or parents are, to think it's that easy that they could, they could just yell out those instructions. I think it's that easy. Like they never, like they were never on the mountain. They never, they never struck out. They yeah. never, they never walked the house. They never, you know, made an error. They never did any, any of that, that, you know, Trust that me. Stuff. but they can mm-hmm. scream at that kid because he didn't y- get it done. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is wrong with you, dude? And, and, and as coaches, you know? when we do see those situations, when a pitcher's struggling and we take them out, we're not taking them out because we lost confidence in them. Dude. We know that they're, that they're struggling and we don't want to put them in any other. They'd lose more confidence. Exactly. You know, they, we don't, we don't mm-hmm. beat them up. Although I did that to my son one time. Hey, when is your kids okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were going to say baseball. And, he, and this guy, and Zach was like, and he, he ended up being a, a, a pitcher, but he, I want to pitch. I want to pitch. I want to pitch, right? I want to pitch. I'm like, Zach, you're not ready to pitch. You're not ready to pitch. No, I want to pitch. I want to pitch. So what are you going to yeah. say baseball? Yeah. NCIS. Yeah. And he's a good first baseman, right? Yeah. And he's having, you know, he's having a successful little, week, little yeah. week down there, right? I want to pitch. I want to pitch. I'm like, okay. Put him on the bump. Just lit him up. 30 pitches. How many strikes did he throw? Uh, Oh, one. Oh, my God. At, at 15, after he couldn't find his own, he's looking at me like, I'm like, dude, Is you he, wanted to pitch. Amanda didn't come down there and bop no, you in the head? No, she wasn't there for Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, Amanda would go along with that. Amanda's a tough – Amanda would be a hell of a coach. Listen. She would not be – she's not a soft chick. Okay. You know, so, you know, I, I, I joke with my boys all the time, Mary kind. My wife's a wonderful woman. She's a tremendous mom, great wife. You know, she's done a great job raising the kids. But one time Dylan took a, took a bad hop off the freaking forehead like he was – 10 right 
and he goes out like a light. Boom. <laughs> so I know, you know, his coach like, oh my god, that was yeah, not, that was hard. That one yeah. was not good. So I'm off the bucket and I'm running. As I'm halfway there, I hear, I hear from behind a chain like a man to go, "You better be dead." Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I went. Get up, kid. Get up, kid. Get up. <laughs> Mom is going to beat you. Mom is like, you better be dead. Oh, you know, my. Like, you know, Mandy Big Hair, 74. That's it. So, yeah, she would be a great coach. She'd be tough. She'd uh, be like, you know, she'd be like a college football coach. God, yeah, guys, she has. You know, guys coming off, you know, with broken arms. Yeah, like, she's trying to say something sensitive, and it's like this. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> she had me in, scared in your house with the pictures. And I, I, you know, everybody's I, don't scared. Even, I, don't, I haven't even met her. Hey, that's Madam G. Yeah, man, you gotta lay down on the pillow like, okay, we need to talk about this team. Uh oh, <laughs> really? Who are we cutting? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. She's a mess, but she's great. So yeah, um, but you know, those those are the, those are the things that I just want people to enjoy this this time because my boys are Zach's graduating. He'll finish up in his high school season. He can pitch at the next level, and he can pitch it at a mid major D one, and he can probably find his way into being extremely successful. Yeah, because that's his makeup. He just always finds that way, right? And Dylan is a sophomore, so this is almost over. So you know, again, you go through all the pictures and you see them when they, you know, Dylan's got a picture when he was when he played t-ball in TK, and he's like he's like holding them yeah. like this. I got pictures of that first home run, you know. I got pictures of you know with my dad and them, and yeah. you know, and it's like God, it's, it's you know, this is over. So I'm going to be back to the point where I'm just handling other people's kids, yeah, and not my own, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to do the right thing for their kids too. Yeah, you know, and I think that's what you and every you know, listen. If you're in coaching, no matter how good or bad you are, you always you go with the right intention sometimes, right? Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't work out that way. But we always want the best for someone else's kids because if we didn't, we wouldn't be involved with coaching, you know. And I think that's the best part about that's coaching. Why you're there. Yeah. I mean, if you're co if you're coaching for your own, make yourself feel good. Oh, get out! Yeah. If you're coaching to because you love the game and you want to give something back to the game and the kids and make the game better going forward, so Morris Madden and, and the CMR group is just it's phenomenal to watch these guys. You know, Morris's heart is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, and I get to participate with those guys and 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 you know that's changed that's that's really changing lives. You know, I mean, we we deal with a lot of kids of you know that that families are pretty good situations mm -hmm. that can handle you know three thousand to four thousand dollars a year just in just intuition, yeah. let alone the travel and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. But then you get out here with the kids from CMR that, you know, that, you know, they don't have gloves. They don't have, they you know, just happen to be out here, man, you know? oh man. And it's just the, you know, the love of the game and you're giving them back and you're like, they're getting the same education from this game as the kids that, you know, yep. Yep. but they're not even thinking about oh, tracking then, it to the big leagues or no. tracking it to college. You know? They're not looking at any national thing. They just happen yeah. to be out here and just want to play baseball. Yeah. Yep. So, you know? and that and listen, there's some great talent out here that we're going to develop. And I'll tell you, in two or three years, with CMR and Knothole and CBC kind of working together, yeah. watch out. That's, mm -hmm. Watch that's, out. Because you know what? You teams out there that just do it for free to bring your national team or something like that, watch out. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you. It's, it's, uh, we see it coming. It's grassroots right now. We have the backing of MLB. We're getting the Players Alliance involved. We got MLBPA involved. Um, we got a lot of big people around here involved. This little pocket right here. It's going to be developed. It's going to be like, you know, how they say South Charlotte's the baseball mecca. Yeah. Which it is, and it's good. And, we you know, we love those kids and wanted to be part of what we're doing with CMR and CBC. But watch how this area develops right here as far as baseball players mm -hmm. go. You know, because, again, talk about coaches. 
John Ennis is involved, Ross Clothes is involved, Dusty when he's home's involved, you're involved, Andrew's involved, I'm involved, you know. So many like guys. there's a level of coaching and teaching here that all these other areas and you know are not gonna not gonna be getting. A lot of coaches that's doing it for the love of it, you know, and the passion. What do we got? Anything, Andrew? Any questions? Just a lot of people just commenting just yeah. like agreed, kinda adding to it. Of course they agreed. <laughs> well wouldn't would, they agree? Yeah, who wouldn't? Right?